0: Well, thank you guys so much for joining another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. We're so excited. We have some very special guests today. Not only do we have Jenny Shepard, who has been able to join us a couple times, but we have Danny and Corinne Quinones. You got it right. Right the first time I am <laughs> uh, you know I joked with them before that um, sometimes their last name reminds me of quinoa and that's okay <laughs> it's, my last name. it's spelled EGTS they always think it's eggs so or <laughs> something. so I'm just happy I got your last name right the first time
1: I'm thankful I- I'm thankful you got it right
0: Back for myself but all of us you know we had the opportunity to minister minister alongside each other healing school at Rama usa and we had some amazing times together um, not only in prayer and meditation but ministering to people and so i'm so excited to have you guys join thank you so much for yeah, thank you for having
2: us
3: thank you so much for having us so
0: yeah fun. thanks and you know something i wanted us to all talk about since it's you know really been an emphasis for all of us during ministry has been that healing is for today it's not something that's, you know, down the road. It's not something we're waiting for. And uh, Jenny, I wanted to kind of just, you know, every time I've I, you join Jenny, I feel like we talk about football. And so I'm going to to the ball now. And I'm just going to let you run and, and we'll kind of feed off of what you got.
4: Sure. I'll take the ball. <laughs> Anytime. Well, um, unlike, you know, we were talking Ahead of time, you know, we were talking about what we, what we would like to talk about today. And um, I like how um, you said that the Holy Spirit works with us and is an active participant as we speak the word over ourselves and as we pray. And um, and that's, that's so awesome because even when we're talking about healing and healing being ours today, um, you know, he he actively participates in that process yeah. you know if it's not an instant healing sometimes it's not sometimes it's recovering mm-hmm. you know and we're working we're, we're working the word and it's not works so, you know i kind of hate to even say that but you know we're using the word we're confessing the word we're speaking the word over our physical bodies and ca- you know causing that word to come alive, the the Word says that the Word of God is medicine. You know, as we speak His Word, as we open our mouths and allow it to come out of our mouths because we are speaking spirits, then it's medicine. It's like taking our prescription every day, and it really is. But going back to the Holy Spirit being an active participant in that is there are times you know when when we're faced with the, with something and there's sickness in your body, when you're you're thinking, well, what scriptures do I say? Am I you know, and not that any scriptures are cliche, but mm-hmm. sometimes they can get so familiar to us that it's just sure, almost sure. like it doesn't even permeate or register anymore. You know, it's just yeah. so, we're so familiar. Like by His stripes we we were healed, mm-hmm. and that's so powerful. But if, you know, if it's just something, if it's just a rattling off of words, then it's not really, you know, we're not saying it in faith, but there is if we will get with the with the Lord. And just, you know, and it doesn't take a long time, but just Mm -hmm. a minute and say, and sometimes you don't even have to, you just listen to your spirit, listen on the inside and see what are you, what do you have to say about this situation right now, Lord? What are you saying? Because that's going to be your rhema word, your, Mm -hmm. your spoken inspired word for your particular situation. You know, there is a word for each situation. And so you know when when you do that you're listening to the holy spirit and he because you know the word tells us i believe it's john five seventeen. yeah he says that jesus said my father is always working yeah he said i too am working with him yeah so god is always working he's always working he's always giving us inspired utterance, giving us a word to speak over our lives, whether it be for healing or whether it be for our finances or whatever is going on in our world. He's always right there working. He's not slack, the Bible says. He's not sitting there twiddling his thumbs with nothing to do and slack mm-hmm. on the job like some of us do, you know?
2: Yeah.
4: He is always working. Yeah. And, but we have to pay attention to what Jesus said jesus said i too am working with him and this was jesus as a man on the earth saying i am actively participating with god with the spirit of god who is always working so in order for us to see these things come to pass in our lives and to see the healing manifested in our physical bodies we're going to have to actively participate with the holy spirit as he is working and you know as he gives us that inspired utterance sometimes actively working with him you know a lot of people i remember being in healing school and people saying you know well what do i do you say you have to have an act faith acts you know what do i do i don't know what to do just open your mouth and speak most of the time i really believe most of the time that's what we are to do yes. We're to speak out that utterance that the holy spirit is giving us he's saying you know whether it be by your stripes you were healed or you're you're quickening my mortal body yeah by your spirit that dwells in me if that's what's coming up that's your rhema word and yeah saying that you know and it sometimes seems like the hardest thing to do is just to open our mouth and speak you
2: know it's so easy
4: to complain and say "Oh, i'm I'm hurting my head's killing me it's so easy to say that you know but just to open our mouth and literally say what the word says rather than what we feel it seems like it takes everything in us to do that you know
1: yeah. And that that's so true. Like, you know, when we were in prayer, uh, healing school, we're like, man, what are we going to say to the person that we're ministering to? Lord, give me the words. And when we're uh, dealing with sickness in our body, we need to know that the word is sufficient enough, yeah. you know, his word is enough. You know, yeah. we want to know what's that special word or, or what right. verse. And, you know, Jesus, the Lord reminded me this, like, you know, Jesus said, I only hear, I only say what I hear my father say. I only say you know, what I hear my father say, and I'm like, oh Jesus, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? And we have a book full of things to say, (laughs) you know, we have a book full of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was, you know, what you're talking about dealing with sickness in our body a couple of years ago, um, just out of nowhere, I became lactose intolerant. I was able to drink milk all the time and, you know, eat cereal and I loved eating cereal. And just out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. it just every time I ate it, my stomach would hurt or any type of dairy, it would just hurt. And for a couple of months, I just dealt with it. And then one day I just got fed up. I'm like, why am I dealing with this? Like I wanted, it's so I wanted to eat a bowl of cereal. And I'm like, I can't. Then I'm like, Danny, why are you, why are you putting up with this? Mm -hmm. You know, I know your word already says that I'm healed. Yeah. Yeah. At that moment, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to agree with the word, you know, God, I'm healed. By right. your trips, I'm, I'm not going to get healed i'm i'm not trying to get healed i'm healed and it was maybe a week or so about maybe about two weeks later i was walking through walmart well before that I was like god how do i act on this mm-hmm. you know faith without works is dead you're not trying to get something but what is your response to what's already done yeah. how do you respond to right. the works of jesus Christ? yeah so i was walking through walmart one day right there by Rayma I can remember like it was yesterday. I walked by and I saw a bunch of milk just on the inside. I felt like, get a half a gallon of milk and some cereal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy, So I, I obeyed. Because we have a choice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are we going to stay bound to fear like, oh, I can't do it? Or are we going to step out and do what he told us to do?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, So many times in the scripture, it sounds like I'm going off, but I'm going to go back to my story. Mm-hmm. You know, people try to make up what they're going to do. I'm going to throw away my medicine. I'm going to break my glasses. I'm going to throw away my crutches, you know, but all throughout the scripture, the people that got healed, Jesus told them to do something.
2: Mm -hmm. The man
1: with the withered hand, Jesus said, stretch forth your hand. He didn't make it up himself. He heard from the Lord and acted upon it. You know, that when they dropped the man through the roof, Jesus Mm -hmm. said, take your bed and walk. Mm -hmm. He didn't think that up himself. He heard from the Lord and he had faith for it. Mm-hmm. And when he acted on the word and faith, he got a result. Yeah. yeah. So I heard from the Lord, get a half a gallon of on the milk and some cereal. Mm-hmm. So I go home, I eat the bowl of cereal. And I started to feel the symptoms and the fear start to come. And I said, no, no, no. Uh, no, my stomach is strong. I begin to speak to my stomach Yeah. and I'm healed. And I totally forgot about it. I went the whole day without a stomachache. Now you can ask my wife, I eat a bowl of cereal before bed every night <laughs> with with no issues,
2: yeah. no nothing,
1: yeah. but his There's word that. is sufficient. Mm-hmm. His word is
0: enough.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: when you hear from him and you act on it, it'll produce results.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, go, ahead. go ahead.
0: No, Jenny, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: That's fine. Um, I like how, how you said, Danny, you said um, you you were dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And then you said, wait, what am I doing? Why am yeah. I coming up with this? See, that's the point we have to get to because yeah. we get to that point when we realize we suddenly, I mean we know who we are. That's it's very important to know who we are in Christ. Yeah. I am a child of Almighty God. He paid a heavy price for me to be mm-hmm. healed. I don't yeah. have to be sick. And when we get that gusto, you know,
2: yeah.
4: and say, why am i putting up with this i found that so many times in my life that is the point that it took me to get to that point sometimes to finally say something you know
2: mm-hmm.
4: like you said why am i putting up with this no
2: yeah.
4: i'm not dealing with this anymore and you know brother Hagen says um he says unction is that just that little extra umph Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? and so sometimes that's what it takes it takes that unction to come up out of us and say wait a second i'm not de- dealing with this anymore and then allow that word to just come out of our mouths you know the word of god come out and speak his word over the situation
0: yeah and yes. something i learned for myself and this may sound weird but i finally learned i cannot text my body yeah. <laughs> what I mean by that is, like, if if somebody tries to call me or if I have to like communicate with somebody, I don't want to talk to you on the phone. Just yeah, so I want to text you. Like let's oh, get going like, but but I realize that I cannot text my body. I cannot text my life. Ooh. I can't actually open my mouth and I have to say something. And so yes. many times, you know, a, a lot of times in my life, it's like, oh, I'd rather just text you. And it takes like 30 minutes to get to the conclusion of something rather than just speaking it out and getting it done yeah. in seconds. There's many times uh, a lot of us, we we kind of, you know, maybe it's not texting, but it's it's thinking about something. Yeah. We we'll meditate on something in our mind about something we need to do, but we never actually take the ne- necessary step to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, to start experiencing the reality of what Jesus paid for in our lives, it does require something of us. Yeah. And it's not to put you in a work works mentality where you mm-hmm. you feel like you're trying to obtain something. Yeah. Put you in a mentality of I've got to enforce something in my life. Yeah. Yes. I've got to take what Jesus has bought and paid for for me, and I've got to apply it to my life so yeah. that I can start experiencing it. I don't want to just have good ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't jesus say that i'm healed by his stripes and say okay that's great i'm just gonna sit back and relax and hope that it happens but i actually participate with what jesus did for me by speaking and actually experiencing that in my life but corinne i feel like you've got something so i just Mm -hmm. want to throw it to you
3: yes yeah um years ago when i i didn't realize i was at a rhema church but i was and i was learning so much uh just hearing, I'm so excited about the word of God that was being spoken. And um, I remember hearing that we had authority over our physical body. And I had been dealing with um, something on my foot. It was warts. And oh, it's like for a girl to have warts, oh, it was just so mortifying. And when when I realized what it was, I asked my parents about it and they said, oh, you know, that happens sometimes. Uh, it goes away in a, in a month or so. Like, don't you worry about it. I was like, okay. And um, dealt with it a couple more months and I'm thinking it didn't leave. These words didn't leave. Um, and so a couple more months turns into a year, turns into two years, turns into three years dealing with this in college. And I'm thinking, what's going on it was supposed to be gone and I um, at a Rama church and I learned that I had authority over my body you know I I could no longer um, rely on my father's faith or my father's prayers or my, my mom's prayers I had authority over my own physical body this belongs to me and sickness couldn't have its way with me yeah. um, disease couldn't have its way with me and you know um, I was taught that the word of God it has to be that final authority in every area of my life. Not just in morality, um not just in finances, but in healing. The what the word says, Je- what Jesus did was enough. It was enough. It satisfied the Father. It was a completed work. It was fantastic, beautiful what he did. And he wasn't he wasn't going to die again uh, you know, for me or for any sickness or disease, I was, I was, uh, that was in my body that I had to take authority right. over. It. And so in taking authority over my physical body, I had to speak the word. I laid hands on myself. I laid hands. I spoke to that thing and I told it to, to die at the root. And I forgot about it after a couple of weeks. And then I realized it changed. It looked different. And I was like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> what is going on here? And I Googled, I Googled it and I Googled the image and I, uh, I like, uh, I basically described what it was looking like. And the first definition that, that popped up was that this means that your wart is uh, shriveling up at the root. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory oh to God. <laughs> and within three weeks, I had never dealt with it again ever again and i was Praise so god. thankful because i learned something and i mm-hmm. had to apply it to my life but it wasn't just a hearer of the word but we do have a doing we have a part to play mm-hmm.
1: amen and i could wow. thank god that word is gone it ain't there <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's awesome yeah, yeah. So, so awesome i love how um I have I have a very similar story and it's of a war too. And I <laughs> so hard when you said a girl's like, oh gross, I don't <laughs> because you know sometimes that's what it takes to get us to say, I'm not dealing with this, <laughs> you know. But Regardless of what it is, you know, or what the reason is, whatever we're faced with and who, you know, whoever we're talking to today, whoever's listening right now, whatever you're faced with, find that place that says, I don't have to deal with this because you don't because because you're a child of the most high God, (laughs) because Jesus paid a heavy price for you to be healed. You know, and so you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to accept it. And that's the lie. The lie is, you know, there's so many reasons that the enemy gives, you know, brings back to you. I remember um, I was pregnant with twins and um, I was 20 weeks pregnant and my doctor sent me to the hospital. Uh, first, she put me on bed rest, um, said that I was dilating and, um, you know, the babies were going to be born early. And she put me, then she ended up putting me in the hospital at 20 weeks pregnant. And um, and I'll tell you, before that, okay, when I first started going to a Arama Church, the Lord, my pastor started preaching on healing every Wednesday night on only on healing for like over a year, I think it was. And I kept thinking, you know, I was like 21, 22 and I'm thinking, I don't need healing. You know, I don't wanna, I didn't even wanna go. I was fighting my flesh because I didn't even wanna go. Cause I was thinking, I, I'm broke. I need faith for finances, <laughs> you know? And, um, but I went and I, and I just used that same faith that he was preaching on for healing. And I applied those principles to my finances, but at the time I didn't realize what was happening because when I got in that hospital bed and the the doctor came in every week and he would tell me if they're born today, they're gonna die. And then the next week, if they're born this today or this week, they'll be born with organs outside of their body. I mean, these are the things that I'm hearing, you know, every week and and the enemy would come in with every every lie there is. And it was a good thing that I sat in those services every week, week after week for over a year, because everything he came with, I re- the, the word was able to come up out of my heart because it was in there, you know. I like um, uh, Pat, Brother Hagen's wife, Aretha Hagen. She wrote a book. It's called... Um, Grace is greater than um, I forgot. Grace
2: is yeah. Grace is Grace greater than something.
4: But in that book, she said you have to give God something to work with, and what she was talking about was allow the word to come out of your mouth so that He has something to produce in your life. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. And that's what happened. That word was planted in my heart, and when when I needed it. It was able to come up out of my mouth and speak into my situation,
2: you know, so yeah. praise God.
1: I mean, and that's, we look at it or the church, at that's works, that's works, but Jesus told, you know, he who hears my word and does it, they're the ones that are going to be like the ones that built their house upon the rock. And when the winds and the waves come, mm. they won't be. They won't be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it says, those that don't do it are like the um, the house built on the sand. Great is their destruction. Mm
2: -hmm. You
1: know, we have to act on the word. We have to speak on the word because that's what he told us to do. We do have a part to play. Mm -hmm. And maybe to a person that this is the first time they're hearing about speaking the word or something like that, and it might sound foreign in our circles, you know, they make fun of us, name it and claim it and blab it and grab it and things like that. And I was thinking about that this morning, and the Lord gave me an example I've never thought of. And, you know, the church, you know, Sunday schools, even, you know, they have no problem saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. Mm -hmm. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Even people that don't believe in confession, when they're having a bad day, they know to say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Mm -hmm. They have faith that, oh, I'll speak this and my day is going to get better. I'm going to get joy. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between speaking, this is the day that the Lord has made and By his stripes, I'm healed and expecting your body to change and your body to be healed. It's the same word. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. You know, there's his his word is sufficient. John chapter one, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The spoken word will produce in our lives. Yeah. We just can't be afraid to speak it Mm -hmm. constantly throughout the Bible. It says, you know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. His words are spirit and they are life. Mm
2: -hmm. How do do
1: we access that? How do we make that become a reality in our lives is by speaking it, Mm -hmm. by saying, Mm -hmm. let the weak say I'm strong, Mm -hmm. you know? So we speak that. I remember another time, this was when we were in healing school, I was having issues with my back Mm -hmm. and it was to the point where I could, I would bend over and I would have to hold on to something to stand up. Mm -hmm. And I remember I made a joke about it and Corinne actually looked at me and said, I don't remember, but basically, why are you putting up with that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like... (laughs) And at that point we were like, not together, but I was like, well, man, I kind of like her. So I gotta, you know, I gotta, gotta make sure that I, you know, I'm walking in the face, you know, so either way. So I began to speak to my back. I said, back, you're strong. Yeah. Back. You're strong. I'm not trying to make it happen. He already carried my sicknesses and my disease. Mm-hmm. He redeemed me from the curse. Yeah. It's already happened. But what is my response to what's already done? Right. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say to this mountain, be a doer of the word. So I spoke back. You're strong, back. You're strong. You're yeah. strong. And I'm not trying to make it happen. It's, it's reality. And that word is going to become flesh in my body. Yeah. And so after a couple of days it didn't happen overnight, but after a couple of days, the pain was gone. Yeah. A week or so later, we had a man actually come from another state. He said he had brack problems for years. Mm-hmm. He had a hard time sleeping. And I shared the testimony that I told you just now. The next day, mm-hmm. the man came and he grabbed my hand. I mean, and he was squeezing my high heart said, I did what you said and it worked. I slept better than I slept in years. Mm-hmm. The pain is gone. Thank you,
2: Lord. Praise no, God.
1: He didn't make it happen by the words he spoke. Mm-hmm. He responded to the word.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it the word became flesh in his body.
2: Amen.
3: Yeah
1: you know,
3: so that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I remember this, uh, in 2015, I was in a, a pretty bad car accident and it was just after my father passed away. And so the enemy doesn't care how you're feeling. He's going (laughs) to, he's going to come at you whenever he wants. Yeah, and if you're when even when you're feeling down, and you know, I had already graduated from Bible college, and me and two of my friends, we were in a really bad car accident. We um, we were driving. It was pretty dark. the The roads weren't that uh, well lit. I was in the back seat. We all had our seatbelts on, and we don't don't even know how. Don't even know why. We uh, just drove and fell 16 feet off the you could say a hill or a ditch, but 16 feet was significant. And, um, I mean, adrenaline comes and I'm, I'm thinking, Lord, what this doesn't happen. Like what, this doesn't happen to us. Like I'm a Bible school graduate, you know? And, uh, but seriously, those thoughts do come. And my, we jump out of the car. I've got me and my friend on the left. I have another friend on the right and she, we're like, are you okay? Is everyone okay? And I'm, I'm going to tell you that God is, was so good to us. And he is so good to us. Um, the moment we crashed on our, on our right. Yes. On our right. Um, was a, uh, a firefighter lived not too far, like beyond some woods, he heard the crash and he came the moment he heard it. And just on the other side of the road was a diner where police officers were taking a break and they heard it and they came out and they responded just instantly. And Mm -hmm. so um, I was okay, my friend was okay. My other friend, she thought she was okay, but with all the adrenaline, um, didn't realize just how hurt she was. And so I lay hands on her, you know, I was trained in, in Bible college and I knew what to do, what to say. And uh, I am like, I'm a little frazzled as well. And I just hear in my spirit, you know, everything's going to be okay. And I'm thinking, well, it would have been better if we didn't get into an accident, like that would have been okay for me. (laughs) But in my heart, I, I, I just heard everything was gonna be okay. And we go off into an ambulance, we're heading to the hospital, I start the adrenaline warriors off, I start feeling the pain. Um, and uh, I never, i would never, I have never broken a bone in my body. And I didn't in that accident either. And, um, you know, no glory to me, all, go, all glory to God, because my parents were praying my parents since i was a kid had prayed that all of us not a single bone would be broken spoke the word over us and not a single bone was broken and uh i'm thankful for that praying parents hallelujah the word works <laughs> prayer yes, works does. but um as far as that car accident um my friend had broken her back in seven places and that was hard to hear. I mean, even more so for her and her family. Um, and so I'm there in the hospital and I'm thinking, Lord, I laid hands on her Lord life is in her Lord. Like, um, I know, I know your word works. And, uh, you know, um, something, something else that occurred during that time, a, a Rhema graduate heard that we had gotten to the accident and within, I don't know, within a couple of hours, she had packed up and drove straight to our hospital. And so I'm very thankful for, uh, the Rama family. Um, yeah. and so my friend, after a couple of days in the hospital, she couldn't lift herself and they're talking about back surgery. And she texted me and said, Corinne, I do not want back surgery. They're telling me I have to have back surgery. I do not want back surgery. And I said, okay, I'm in agreement with you. And the scripture that came to my heart that I could stand on with her was Matthew 18, 19, where two agree on earth is touching anything that they ask it shall be done of our father, which is in heaven. And I said, Hey, let's agree on this. You will not need back surgery. And she said, and in texting, we're rejoicing. And, you know, her parents didn't know that she wasn't going to need back surgery, Her family didn't know, the doctors didn't know that she wasn't gonna need back surgery. But her and I, and the Lord, we knew in that moment, in agreement with his word, she was not gonna need back surgery. And a few days later, the doctors found out, oh, she's not gonna need back Mm -hmm. surgery, and she didn't have it. And I tell you, but all three of us, you know the Lord said it was gonna be okay, all three of us are Rhema Bible Training College graduates. They came shortly after, my two friends, and they're graduates and they're living life unlimited in uh, Broken Air, Oklahoma. <laughs> so, you know, she didn't need back surgery and that word, that word, that yes. scripture, we, ha- we had to speak it out. You know, when it, it, two agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, you know, the word of God, the Holy Spirit is working with you. Yeah. And the scripture, you're, you're not, it's not meant, it's not meant to just be, um, mentally considered it's meant to be spoken it's meant to be lived and you're meant to see the word of god work in your life amen amen
4: yeah and that's what i was taught what you know what i was talking about before exactly what happened when you got together with your friend and you went with that scripture out of that prayer the lord the holy spirit gave her direction Moment. and told her what yes. what, was, what she needed what she what was going to happen. He gave you gave her a word of wisdom mm-hmm. <laughs> for her situation, you know you're not going to need back surgery. Mm-hmm. And that's see then she knew. Uh-huh. And you knew, up out of her came, I'm not going to have to have back surgery. And uh-huh. then what happened? Her mouth got into agreement with what was stirring in her heart. because And she started working with him, uh-huh. working together. And he was working with her and working together. And then suddenly it manifests. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, suddenly the doctors are saying, wait a second, you don't need to have back surgery, you know? Uh-huh. And, you know, it's just, this is how it happens every time, guys. You know, every time, if we will line our mouth up with the inspired word of God, and allow it to come out of our mouths. And sometimes at first, it may not even feel like it's real. The pain in your body may be screaming louder than the word is, it feels like it is in your heart. But if you'll begin to allow it to come, because sometimes it's so subtle. And I even, the Holy Spirit's been showing me lately little small things. He's saying, pay attention to that. So I have been training myself whenever there's even a small thought of maybe you shouldn't do that or maybe you should do this to go back and check that out. Uh, you know, unpack it, say, okay, why, what would happen? Or what, what would, why would I do this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so check, check those things, allow them because they may be so subtle. Mm -hmm. But When you think about it, if you'll go back, you'll sense, Hey, that's where my peace is because Mm -hmm. wherever our peace is or wherever our confidence is, Mm -hmm. she, she knew immediately that she didn't want to have back surgery. She already knew that but yep. she needs to know that she can have whatever she says. Yes. Yeah. yes.
2: <laughs>
4: and and the whole and the Lord wants doesn't want her to have back surgery either and that doesn't mean that you don't that that's the right way for everybody, right. you know, but we have to follow our peace and we have to follow our confidence because your confidence is your faith. Yeah. You know, that's where your faith is, where your confidence is. And we can't let other people speak into our lives and say, well, this is what you need to do if we don't have confidence in that area, no, you know, yeah. because that can end up bringing us, you know, it, it can be dangerous yeah. because we need to go with where our faith is. And it's so simple to know where our faith is because that's where our confidence is that's where where the holy spirit's leading that's where our peace is you know
0: that's why it's important for us to meditate on the word of god for ourselves yes going to church once a week it's going to help you it's going to encourage you but there's nothing that can replace spending everyday time with god for yourself And again, you know, we've emphasized it multiple times. It's not a work. It's not a have to. It's a, a privilege that, you know, in the Old Testament, people used to have to go to God through a priest. They had to go through Moses, They had to go through somebody else. But now we have a direct line. Yeah. To, I don't have to call Jenny and say, hey, Jenny, can you call God for me? Can you... <laughs> ask him if he can help me out. But I can in myself say, God, I thank you that you're here with me. And I thank you that your healing power that Jesus paid for is now manifesting in my life. Yeah. And you know, confession is something that we believe in. and It's different than meditation. And, you know, I encourage you, if you don't know the difference between meditation and confession, go back and listen to one of the uh, old podcasts that I did with Jenny, because we kind of went over that but really, um, you know, something that I believe is that whenever we speak the word of God over ourselves, we are enforcing the reality of what Jesus paid for. Yeah. yeah. I like to think of it, and I've used this example in healing school quite a bit, but it was um, that of a police officer. There, is a, there, are, there are natural laws in the earth that you cannot speak. You cannot go over the speed limit. And Jenny lives in Texas. And I know in Texas, nobody ever goes over the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> when it says 70. Don't
4: get me started.
0: <laughs> no one's going 90 or anything like that. You know, but you no, know, in reality, there's there's people that break law, natural laws all the time. They go above the speed limit. Mm. But there's someone there to enforce the law when you break it. And so if you're going 90 and a 75, there's typically a police officer that eventually is going to enforce that law against you. And uh-huh. so just like there are natural laws, there are spiritual laws. There's a spiritual law that says that by the stripes of Jesus, you and I are healed today in yes. this very moment. And so there is somebody that's gonna come and try to break that law against our bodies. There's a natural fallen world and we have an enemy name the devil that's going to try to bring physical symptoms going to try to bring a sickness and a disease but you know there's not going to be somebody else to come in and enforce that spiritual law that says i am healed yeah. myself and yeah. so i have to be the police officer i have to be the person that enforces that law over my life and the way i do that is through my words yeah. and by what I speak And so even, you know, uh, Brother Hagen talked about it. He said that he didn't have any type of headache or migraine, even though he had a lot of opportunities to experience that. And why is it's not that he never experienced the symptoms of that. It's that when he started to experience the symptoms, he immediately arrested that, that, that symptom and said, I'm healed, I'm whole. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm completely well. And so he began to speak over himself and enforce the law that he is healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. So if you're experiencing symptoms in your body, you have the ability right now. You don't have to call up Jenny. You don't have to call up Danny and Coran. You don't have to call up your pastor. You have the ability to start enforcing the law that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus right now through the words that you speak.
4: yeah that's awesome and you you're reminding me of uh you brought up the priest and you're reminding me of hebrews 3 1 because it says that jesus is the high priest of our confession Mm
2: -hmm.
4: and i said you know lord what does that mean and as i studied this out he said well what is a high priest what did they do And and they brought they took the 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 sacrifice and they brought it into the holies of holies and they offered it up to the Lord. He said, and they were the, you know, and that's what they did. He said, so Jesus, when we open our mouths to speak, He says, my word does not return to me void. He said, when we open our mouths to speak, Jesus is literally taking our words and He's offering offering them up to God in the holies of holies, and He's saying, here's the word, Lord, and it will not return back to the heaven to the earth void. It will accomplish that what it was sent out to accomplish Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's so so in saying that we're saying he's he's the high priest he's literally and he's not slack on his job remember he's always working so when we speak his word he's literally taking that he's offering it up into the heavens and god is causing it to come to pass in our lives he it's it's it cause it's you know it it Activates what he's already done, what he's already paid for in our lives, you know, and he, it's just awesome because he's always working. He's always working. Glory mm-hmm. to God. And his word doesn't, it, it doesn't return void. If we really think about what we're saying, we would speak on purpose. Let our words have purpose. Let us open our mouths and appoint. He said it will accomplish what it was appointed to accomplish. If this is how important God sees words, it's not a works. Yeah. And if we begin to see it for what it really is and see that we are speaking spirits and we can have whatever we say. Yeah. we'll start using our words on purpose and for a purpose and we'll start creating realities in our life you know yeah. like god did in hebrews he said he he framed the world with his words yeah. we are speaking spirits just like god created in his image and his likeness created just like him a speaking spirit not just the appearance of us but every intricate part of who we are and as we look at the importance of that i think we would begin to really watch what we're saying and not in fear but in awe of who we are i actually have the power to create my world you know Um, somebody said i don't remember who it was but they said what you're looking at and living in today is a result of what you spoke last year man or so it's seeds we are living in the harvest of what we planted last year so if you want a different year next year start planting a different harvest this year Mm. start planting words in your life start looking at your kids and calling them blessed calling them smart saying you can make it you're gonna do it you're smart you're 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 good you're good-hearted you know even when my kids do wrong somebody needs this because there's an anointing on this right now we're talking about healing but this somebody needs this you know when my kids do wrong i look at them and i tell them i'm like You know, what you did was wrong, but you are not, you are good. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're righteous and you have the ability to do good. You know, when we start speaking life into our children, into the people around us, it it produces, it causes them, it's a seed. And they grab hold of it and it starts to produce in their lives, you know.
1: Yeah. You know, and as we're speaking by faith, it's important to know what are we looking at? You know, Romans talks about Abraham. He had a promise from God that he was going to be the father of many nations. And it says he considered not his own body, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So it was obvious he knew there was something wrong with his body and Sarah's womb. He didn't deny that, but he said he considered it not. He didn't pay attention to it. He staggered not at the promises of God. Mm -hmm. He didn't fight with the promises of God. If you look at the, the blue letter Bible is like my new favorite thing. If you go on it, you can click it. And you can see what the Hebrew and Greek words mean.
2: You know, that
1: word staggered. One of them is he didn't fight with it. Mm -hmm. He staggered Mm -hmm. not at the promise. He didn't fight with the promise. Mm -hmm. He considered not, he didn't meditate on what was going on, Mm -hmm. but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. How do we get strong in faith? We speak the word, we meditate on the word, because when we meditate on the word, uh, I heard somebody says, what you meditate on, you magnify. Mm -hmm. So you make his promises bigger than your problem. Mm -hmm. You make his word bigger and you begin not to stagger not, but you get to become strong in faith because his word will not return void. You get you begin to have a confidence. No, I don't care what my body says. Yeah. I don't care what, what my right. situation says. I don't care what my kids okay. say. I stagger not at it. Why? Because God's word is true. It will not return void. It will accomplish. Yeah. Every time the Lord speaks about the word in the Bible, it's it's with certainty. It will accomplish. It yes, will not right. fail. Mm-hmm. Those that trust in the Lord will never be put to shame. Yeah. There's no shame in speaking the word. No. He won't let you down. That's right. But we have a choice.
2: Yeah.
1: Are we going to act on the word? Are we going to be built on the rock of the word and act on the word? Are we not? Are we going to be built on the sand?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you feel. Don't fight with the promises of God. How is it going to happen? How is gonna? No, no, no. His word will not return void. It will accomplish.
3: Yeah.
1: It will accomplish. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's no yes. other choice.
3: Yeah. It will. It, it will. will. That's right. He watches yeah. over his word to perform it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. To perform it in your life hallelujah hallelujah he watches over his word
4: you know i'm thinking of um a very uh, famous scripture around healing school <laughs> well for us anyway as healing technicians you know and we got we would get together and meditate the word and um, we meditated a lot on First Corinthians 5, 9. I don't know if you guys meditated as much as I did, but if you see my um, my meditation sheet.
2: Fantastic.
0: She meditates more than us, so thank yeah. you. Thanks for showing <laughs>
2: off. <on. laughs>
4: more studying than meditating, but anyway. But it says that in everything, in this Okay, uh, let me read it first. (laughs) It says that in everything, you are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you so that you come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus, who shall also confirm you to the end. See, when we, for some reason, when we speak his word, he confirms you know, yes. we're speaking he's going to confirm it but he says that the word the testimony of christ is established in you another version says "See, this is what happens when we begin to meditate the word it, you know he said i would he would write the word on our hearts yeah it becomes so established in us like danny like you were saying and josh you were saying it's so important to meditate the word why so when you're squeezed what comes out You know, what's going to come out of you when you're squeezed? And we're always squeezed. We live in a world that's under a curse. We're not under a curse, but we live in the world that is under a curse. And trials and tribulations are going to come, Jesus said i'm not prophesying over your life i'm saying what the word says you're like that's a bad confession well jesus said it (laughs) but trials and tribulations will come and what do we need to do when they do we can't just we need to be at a place guys where the minute it comes what's coming out of us is the word of god yeah. Nope, like, like you, one of you said, I don't know who said it, but you no, you did Danny. You mm-hmm. said, I'm not putting up with this anymore. Yeah. Well, the minute it comes, we need to say no, I don't have to live like I don't need to live with this in my life. I'm not putting up with it. And immediately commanded to go and and uh, just like you said with the uh, with Brother Hagen and the sickness, that's what I do with sickness. The second it comes, my husband was telling me the other day he said, you know, it was this was a few months ago, but he said, you never get sick.
0: Mm-hmm. I
4: said, well, I have marvelous opportunities like Brother Hagen said. <laughs> you know, but I don't receive them because they wow. do come the second you feel a twinge in your throat, wow. don't go. If you let, and I find, if I let it go mm-hmm. overnight, I wake up the next morning and then I'm dealing with a full blown, you know, uh, symptoms. But mm-hmm. if I don't let it go and I say no, nope, I don't get sick. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. I'm redeemed. I'm because Jesus paid for my sin he paid for my sickness and therefore i'm healed immediately that's what i start saying because i'm i'm free of sin i'm free of sickness and in that and and then what happens i'm swallowing normal my throat doesn't hurt i wake up the next morning i forgot all about it i'm like oh yeah
2: forgot that you know you don't
4: even remember because it's got me why, because you took it immediately. The word is established in us, and so when we're squeezed, what comes out? You know, as I meditated this scripture, I wrote something down here when we were healing technicians, and um, it was my own meditation from you know from a few scriptures. But I wrote, The word is confirmed in me, okay. so when I open my mouth to speak, I have a wealth of knowledge, of spiritual illumination, of inspired utterance. See, that's what we're talking about, too, how the Holy Spirit is working with us. We've got to give him something to produce in our lives. So as we meditate the word, we're planting that word in our hearts, and there's something for him to produce because it's going to rise up out of us. It's going to be inspired utterance when we get squeezed when the sickness comes knocking at our door or whatever it may be, you know, comes knocking at our door, that inspired utterance will rise up to the top, to the surface and bubble up out of us, out of our bellies, our li- rivers of living water. That's the word of God. That's the spirit of God
3: actively working with us to perform yeah. His word.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know,
3: if there's somebody if there's somebody watching right now and hey, you're dealing with sickness in your body and you're thinking, oh, you know what? I saw the signs of it coming and I didn't take authority or, oh, I felt the symptoms coming, and I didn't do anything. Hey, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ right. Jesus. It's. You didn't do it then, but you can do it yeah, now. That's right. You can do it now. You can speak life, speak the word over your body now. And the Holy Spirit is working with you. He is producing life in your mortal body. Romans eight eleven. Right. Allow the word to, to just overwhelm you right now. His healing belongs to you today, right now. We don't have to wallow in, oh, I could have, should have, would have, right, right now. The yeah. healer is here right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank
4: you Father. Yep. There's no condemnation mm-hmm. no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And that that came up to me before too. Um, you know, when I was tell- talking about how when I was in the hospital, you know, that's something that the enemy brings up quite often when people get sick. They yeah. think happened because i did this or i wasn't living right or you know i screamed at my kids or whatever uh-huh. and, and i'm laughing but that's true you yeah. know yeah. And because the end all these little subtle lies the enemy will bring up and tell you that you know because and it's condemnation because the um the it's punishment that's what condemnation is it's it's the the feel that you need to be punished because you did something wrong you know and it's a lie (laughs) he became sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus not so that we would be condemned he said I haven't come into the world to condemn the world but I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly you know getting the perspective of who God is who he really is who Jesus is he's love He's always love. He's always out for our good. His plans for us are good. All the days of our life, that's this day and that's tomorrow and that's yesterday and that's in 20 years from now. Every single day of our life, his plans are good. And if we would just keep that, <laughs> we would know that, you know, anything bad coming our way, you can judge it and say, this is not God. Why? Because his plans are good. Yes. They're always good. They're not disguised in some way to tr- teach us something. Yeah, doesn't work that way. Um, wow. Was it Brother Hagen who said that if God put sickness on his um on his child, it would be child abuse?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
4: somebody said that. I don't know. Who. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's yeah. so true. Because would we do that to our child? Never, never. Yeah. You know, so why would almighty God, who is love? I mean, we feel like we're, we sometimes struggle to love, you Mm -hmm. know, but he is the epitome of love. It's who he is. It's not just how he acts sometimes, but it's actually who he is. He would never, never react out of anything but love toward us. And love is never going to try to teach us something
2: through sickness.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the importance of taking every thought captive. Yes. yes. A lot of times we uh, will experience some type of guilt or condemnation and we'll feel like we deserve this. Um, there's many people that we encountered that were going through sickness, like Jenny, like you said, that had some reason of why they felt like almost like they deserved it. Yeah. But that is not from God. Right. He just gave his own blood. The blood of God yeah. was. You and so something I like to tell people is that your value was eternally determined when Jesus paid his his life, he gave his life for you. Your blood, you, his blood eternally established you are worth him. You yeah. are worth God. And so you have been eternally, God has declared it for all of eternity that you are worth his own blood. Yeah. You know, anytime you feel less than that, that's when you have to arrest that thought. You've got to take it captive and you've got to hold it up to the knowledge of Christ. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: need the price for me to be completely healed, not because of anything I did or didn't do mm-hmm. because of who he is and what he believes about me. And so a lot of the principles we've been talking about tonight have not only been about healing, but they can be applied in every area of our lives, whether it's finances, whether it's about, Jenny was talking about children. We were talking about our family, no matter what it is in your life, the things we've been talking about can be applied throughout the course of everything that we're going through. And so we just want to encourage you guys to start opening your mouth. One, meditate the word of God. There's no shortcut to this. You do have something you do have to be in the word of God for yourself and not just rely upon somebody else downloading the scriptures to you, but really embracing it for yourself and allowing that to not only renew your mind, but start coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, And so we know that as you're doing that, you're going to start seeing and experiencing the realities of God. But, you know, guys, as we're wrapping up, I just wanted to give you all a final opportunity to share any last thought. And so Danny and Coran will throw it to you and then we'll let Jenny wrap us up.
1: I mean, just one small quick thought. They were talking about no condemnation and don't be in condemnation. If you have sickness in your body, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, don't feel bad. Oh, that was like, you don't got enough faith. You don't got, you've got all you need already. Mm-hmm. You've got Jesus. You've got the greater one on the inside of you. So look to him and he'll help you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You'll overcome. Thanks be unto God. He always causes us to try yeah. So don't be discouraged. Don't be let down. Don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Jesus loves you. Yeah. He's greater and he's your healer. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Amen. Um, I would just like to say uh, God is an excellent communicator. He knows how to speak to you. He knows how to get through to you. Um, If there's a scripture that he wants you to to speak over your life, he'll get that scripture to you, that rhema word. And, uh, you know, we do have a part. If the Lord speaks to you, hey, go ahead and do what he says. Go ahead and do what he says. Um, He won't bring any harm to you, only good. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, he's an excellent communicator. I remember when I was younger, I thought he didn't speak to me. But you know what? He did. He did. He leads and he guides and he shows us the way. And he's he's an excellent guide. He's an excellent guide. And uh, he will lead you to the right uh, scripture, to speak over your life. Yeah. And um, just trust him. He knows how to get through to you. He knows how to communicate to you. Yes. Yeah, mm. and and I,
4: I like that you said that because I was thinking of John ten twenty seven, you know he says my sheep know this is red letters guys wow. okay, yeah. <laughs> red Keith Moore says red letters trump everything else, <laughs> mm. but um he says my sheep know my voice wow. yes the voice of a stranger they will not follow He are are we his sheep is he our shepherd mm-hmm. he is jesus said this he said you know my voice so you may be questioning, like Corinne said, when she was younger, you know, and my little sister's the same thing. And the whole while, it's funny because she was hearing from God the whole while. And she kept saying, I don't know. I don't hear from the Lord like y'all do, but I, you know, but I, but I think I need to do this. And I'm like, you know him, <laughs> you know. but you, he said the voice of a stranger, you will not follow.
2: We need to have
4: confidence in that. You know, there, I, there was a time I remember um, I'd be facing a situation and I'd hear myself under my breath say, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And one day the Lord just hit me. He arrested me and said, don't ever say that again because you always know what to do. Yes. And he told me this scripture. He said, you know, my voice, the voice of a stranger you will not follow. And you may be listening right now and you may say, well, I've made so many mistakes. So how can that be true for me? Well, we've been talking about meditation. Start meditating, John 10, 27, and Mm -hmm. say, I am a sheep. Mm -hmm. Jesus is my shepherd. Mm Amen. And I know his voice. It's like if you're in a crowd, and and there, you know, you're in a store, and there, it's really, really crowded. And your mom calls your name. You know her her voice. Or for me, I have kids. If my kid, they can have ten kids, all yelling, and one of them, they're all saying, "Mama." I know which one is calling me, Mama. <laughs> you know. I know their voice and you know your mom's voice or your dad's voice even in a crowd of noise and all kinds of chaos we know his voice he said yes. and start meditating that i know my sh- my shepherd's voice i know your voice lord jesus you said this jesus it's in red letters this i'm still meditating <laughs> this, i talked to him like i talked to you you know jesus this is in red letters and you said that i know your voice and you said the voice of a stranger i will not follow not i might not not maybe or not sometimes i will or sometimes i won't or hit and miss but i won't i will not follow the voice of a stranger i'm and i got so bold to where i started saying i'm not gonna miss it I'll never miss you, not even in the small things. I'm always going to get it right because I know your voice. Hit, 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 never miss. (laughs) And you can get to the point where you're that confident when you start meditating the word because it gives you that confidence and that boldness like Danny was
2: talking about earlier.
0: And guys, it's been such a powerful time, you know, tonight. And I want to thank you so much for joining us. It was awesome. And I just want to encourage everybody, you know, if you, um, if you know anybody that needs healing, if you know anybody that's experiencing symptoms in their body please share this podcast with them and it'll be a huge encouragement. We wanna let you know if you're watching on Facebook or Instagram, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere you find your podcast, you can go and listen now so you don't just have to watch our beautiful faces anymore. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight and we're excited to get you back. Thank
4: you. It was fun.
0: Thank Thank you, you.
4: Josh.
2: It was awesome. Bye, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.